Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and well-wishers. Welcome to yet another episode of the Jim Hoffmaster Experience with your host, Jim Hoffmaster. How's it going, folks? How's every little thing? I hope you're doing well. How, how are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking particularly vis-a-vis the, the holidays. I think I've, I've already mentioned the holidays don't tend to mean very much to me, and this holiday is no exception. Uh, I'm not really doing very much of anything or having very much done to me. <coughs> oh my, that sounded like something. Um, but I think even if I were somebody who celebrated the holidays in a more, you know, well, somebody who celebrated the holidays more, uh, I'd be a little, uh, um, I'd be a little, uh, well, I wouldn't know what, I wouldn't know, you know, what to, what to do with, uh, no, nowhere, nowhere to go and nothing, nothing to do. What makes, what makes a holiday celebration a holiday celebration? Um, but I, I am overstating, I'm overstating things a bit because, uh, I do have a, a few little Christmas plans, enough to enough to make it a enough to make it a thing. Um, I'm preparing, uh, kind of preparing, trying to get myself to prepare uh, one person's uh, Christmas gift. Uh, I've sent out another one, and I, you know, so I've done a little bit that way, but not much, but a little bit. Um, and I'm doing some doing some things. Got a plan. Got a plan for uh, Christmas Eve and a plan for Christmas Day, and uh, I don't really need all that much, you know. Just a little touch of Christmas is Christmas enough for me, because I'm an adult and I don't have kids. So, you know, if there's a if there's just a hint of Christmas, that's enough Christmas. So anyway, uh, that that is by way, I guess, of saying, don't feel sorry for me because I'm not having a big Christmas. I never have a big Christmas and it doesn't really matter. Uh, but I am curious about yours. How are you doing this? Um, does it, are you, does it feel, are you making something of it or does it feel like you can't make anything out of this? I don't, I, I'm, I'm curious. So, so if you want to comment back to me on that, feel free. I will listen. And perhaps I'll mention you in uh, in the next uh, podcast. Um, but I didn't really want to talk about uh, the holidays other than to just address the fact that they're happening because, you know, like I said, I'm not that big on the holidays anyway. But I, what, I, what I mostly wanted to talk about was um, a situation, a situation that uh, happened recently uh, that was... That was upsetting. It was upsetting for Jim, um, and it and it's weird. It's the 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 upsetting situation was over over circumstances that should be the happiest circumstances in an actor's life, which is um, booking booking shit, booking booking gigs. Um, I think I mentioned that I recently had a commercial. Uh, I don't even know how long ago it was now. Two weeks ago, something like that. Um, I had a Zoom audition for a commercial. And the Zoom audition for the commercial led to a a Zoom callback for the commercial, which led to being put on a veil for the commercial, which means they they haven't they haven't hired you yet. You're not necessarily the guy, but they they you're in the mix still. 
until and unless they say otherwise. Uh, so anyway, that was ha- that happened. I was put on a veil for the commercial. And um, the one point of concern was that I was also um, set to be in uh, a couple episodes of uh, Shameless before the year was out. And uh, it turned out, actually, just one of the two episodes uh, would have uh, conflicted, potentially conflicted, with the commercial shoot. There was there, there's something called a shoot window that they present you with when, once you're on a veil for a thing or you're pinned or put on a veil. They kind of both mean the same thing. But when that happens, they will tell you the, the, um, the window for the shoot, which means they've got a couple days in mind and it will be one of these days or, you know, like within a week's time or something like that. And, um, and the last day of the shoot window for the commercial was the first day of the shoot window for, for a shameless episode. So I told my agent that that was the case. And he told the commercial people that was the case. And they said, Oh, okay. Um, and then I found out that, uh, my, the regular episodes of the show were not going to shoot, or at least my bits on them. I don't know, whatever. I wasn't going to be shooting until next month. They, they kind of shifted things. So I went back to my commercial agent and said, Hey, guess what? I'm, I'm totally available after all. There is no conflict because the shameless episode uh, shooting has been shifted to January. So he went back to the commercial people, the, the casting uh, commercial casting person, and said, Hey, uh, turns out Jim is totally available after all, and there is no conflict. But wait, there's more. So shameless, uh, um, I get a message from my theatrical agent saying that um, I am in uh, a special, they're doing some special episodes, calling them the Shameless Hall of Shame. They're basically little mini clip show episodes. And I was, I have been in one of them already. And, uh, and, uh, it turned out I was going to be in another one, which is going to shoot on Monday. Uh, Monday was Monday being the last day of, um, the shoot window for the commercial. So I have to go back to my commercial agent again and say, Hey, uh, remember how I had a conflict? And then I didn't have a conflict. Now I have a conflict again. So he goes, he has to go back to them. And I think at this point, they, they said they were interested in me not to, I didn't book the part exactly. Well, I'll explain. They did not want me for the, to be the guy for the commercial. What they wanted, but they did want me for something. They wanted me to be the COVID backup. So I guess in case the guy they actually hired, in case he got tested, because you have to get tested, in case he got tested and he had COVID, um, I would I would swing into action, apparently. Um, and it pays, it would pay a little. Uh, it would pay for me to go get fitted for wardrobe and it would pay for me to be 
on call for the day of the shoot. I would get the shoot fee, but I wouldn't end up on TV and I wouldn't get residuals. So not a big, a payday, but not, not a, not a big one, but they wanted, they kind of wanted me for that. Um, so, uh, then the next thing that happened is that, uh, I, I, I noticed I wasn't getting a script for the, for the shameless episode for the clip show episode. So I communicated with my theatrical agent and I said, Hey, um, I haven't gotten an episode or uh, a script for the episode yet. And usually I would have gotten it by now. So he checks with them and they come back and say, Oh, he's not in the episode after all. I, I gotten written out or something, but I'm not yet. Now I'm not in the episode and I am released from my pin from, from being put on a veil. So they don't need me anymore is, is what was communicated. So I go back to my commercial agent. I have to go back to my commercial agent and say, Hey, remember how, you know, I had a conflict and then I didn't have a conflict and then I had a conflict. Well, I don't have a conflict anymore. So he has to go and communicate that again to the commercial casting director. And, uh, and, uh, my commercial agent said, are you sure? And I said, how am I sure? I'm just the actor. I'm not controlling anything here, but, but, you know, so far as I know, uh, so he went and I, I didn't realize I wasn't, I don't know. I was getting, I was very confused as you might imagine at this moment about, you know, how things were going. Um, but, but he went to the commercial casting director and said, he's definitely available. He, you know, so, and they, and they, they did the deal. You know, I, I was, I was confirmed for, uh, the COVID backup person and, and getting paid, like I said, getting paid for the fitting and getting paid to, um, for the shoot, for a shoot day you know, that kind of thing to just to be held in reserve in case the other guy died, died of, uh, COVID or something. Um, and that's when, uh, that's when shameless, uh, gets back to my theatrical agent and says, Hey, uh, remember how we said that, uh, Jim was not in the episode. And so we released him from his avail. Well, we've changed our minds. He is in the episode. Is he still available? And uh, I guess technically I wasn't. I didn't. Comp- I but I didn't understand that at the time. Um, so I said, uh, I, I I said uh, to my agent, my theatrical agent, I said, "You've got to talk to Shameless and tell them I have to know today. It can't be more of this. He's in than he's out. That kind of thing." And we decided, my agent and and I, that um, they had to say, they had to not put me, pin me or put me on a veil or whatever, but they had to hire me that day. They had to present the finished deal and we had to sign and it had to be a thing. So where even if they changed their minds again, they'd have to pay me. Uh, And that all happened. Uh, and so I communicated with my commercial agent and I said, um, shameless did definitively hire me. So 
you know, so, so that's the end of that. You know, I kind of, I forget how I phrased it, but, you know, basically, uh, I think I actually used the, the phrase, our, our long national nightmare is over, but it turns out it wasn't because as I said before, my commercial agent had, uh, had, uh, done the deal for, for the commercial thing. So, um, so he called me, I was in the middle of talking to friends on the phone and he, I got a call from him. So I took it and he was, he wasn't angry at me. He didn't like yell at me, but, but he was freaked out, uh, having basically a virtual panic attack over the phone because now he was going to have to go back after I had been hired by the commercial people uh, for, for the backup gig uh, and tell them, oh, uh, remember how I said Jim was available and we, and we penned the deal? Well, uh, now he's not available again and this time we mean it. That's not a position that an agent wants to be in because it makes him look ridiculous. Uh, it it uh, makes the casting person very angry at him because then the casting person has to go to the production and say, hey, remember that I said this actor was available? Well, my his agent just called me to say that he isn't available. So everybody looks like an, an idiot. Um everybody's mad at everybody. Uh, and, and there we are. So my, my commercial agent was extremely upset because, uh, for all he knows that, that really screws him up with that casting director. I feel like shit because I'm just doing, you know, the best I think I can for, for, well, for me, you know, cause it was the difference between a, a, a payday, you know, uh, something like a $600 payday versus, you know, what I make on Shameless, which is quite a bit more than $600. And there we go. Um, I, I ended up calling Jane afterwards and sobbing to her over it because it's a terrible position to, it's a terrible position to be in. Uh, I don't want to, you know, uh, I don't want to screw my commercial agent over. I don't want to make it so, uh, um, you know, so he's on a casting director shit list. That doesn't help him, and it doesn't help me either, because I'm probably on that casting director's shit list too now. Um, so why am I telling you all this? Because it was just so weird and upsetting, uh, and and it's it is kind of emblematic a little bit of of the stuff that actors go through sometimes that that. Um, that people don't know about, um, there, there can be a thing and it's, this is the first time it's been quite this extreme, but, um, you can certainly be put under conflicting, uh, conflicting pressures, uh, in, in, in situations like, like this. And, and it's tough because you don't want to, uh, you don't want to lose money and you don't want to screw anybody over. You don't want anybody to be angry at you or to think less of you or to not want to, you know, hire you or work with you again. Um, but uh, the way, you know, I think ultimately I did, 
well, the best I could, I think. I did the right thing, I think. Uh, and even my commercial agent, as upset as he was, understood because that's kind of the rule, you know, the big, uh, you got to, you know, we're all, I think as he said in a follow-up email, we're all in this to make, you know, as much money as we can, you know, so he's not going to begrudge me, um, you know, accepting the best deal for myself on top of which, uh, it's kind of the difference between, gee, who, you know, who, who do I owe the most allegiance or loyalty to? Um, this, this, you know, one producer for this one gig and not even a, you know, not a real role, just a backup, you know, thing, or or the show I've been on for 10 years and done, I don't even know how many episodes, 50, 60 episodes, I'm not even sure at this point. Um, pe- people who may still, there may be after Shameless, who knows what John Wells is going to do next, who knows what John Levy, the casting director for Shameless, is going to do next. So I, I both don't want to screw them over and, and, uh, and, you know, like emotionally, I don't want to screw them over because I feel like I owe them. And pragmatically, I don't want to screw them over because that could be have a deleterious impact on my hopeful career moving forward, hoping I have a career moving forward. So anyway, that's all that stuff. And um, I hope you followed that. I tried to make that as clear as possible, but it was a terrible, a terrible situation. And, uh, and the fact that the fact that being successful was such a terrible situation was very confusing and disorienting to me. Uh, it, it can suck not working, but it can suck working too. Who knew? Sometimes you just can't win. <laughs> but anyway, on that note, I've gassed on long enough. And I, that was the big thing I wanted to, to talk about here. Not, uh, not, uh, you know, well, there isn't, there isn't really a, that anything else that I can, I can, that I can really go on about. So I won't go on about it. I'll just say, um, Hey, you're not, you're not out of time yet. If you want to, if you want to hire me to do a cameo for, uh, for a, the shameless fan in your life for, for Christmas, uh, just go to cameo.com forward slash, uh, shameless Kermit. And, uh, and let's do this thing. And of course, the other thing, of course, I got to say it. If you want to subscribe to this, Man, and why wouldn't you? Wasn't this episode fun, getting this little inside Hollywood thing in the life of a big-time actor like yours truly? Uh, but if you want more more of this, um, consider subscribing. Uh, there are a couple tiers, 99 cents a month, four ninety nine a month, or if you're if you just don't know what to do with all that money you make, uh, $9.99 a month. It would help me out because I'm looking, I'm looking hard at life after Shameless, and uh, I don't want uh, life after Shameless to be life as a homeless person. So if you can help me out, that would be the coolest. And on that note, I'll say, take care of yourselves, folks. I hope, however, uh, however the holidays are going, you're finding you're finding them enjoyable and pleasant in some form or fashion. And we'll talk to you later.